this is fun. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by nobody because we just started. <laughs> Was that what you were saving for the podcast? I was saving that all week. <laughs> oh, I feel like you're trying to be funny for the podcast. Oof. I'm just funny. <laughs> so who are we? Oh, gosh. I'm Haley. I'm Doug. And we are van lifers. And we just started van life a week ago, and we thought it would be really fun to... Make a podcast because we've already seen some shit and want to share that with people who might be interested or not interested at all in what we have to say. Yeah, probably nobody, but there could be a few out there. So we started, I guess we've been on the road living in the van for how long? Like a week and two days now yeah it was like last saturday and now it's tuesday tuesday night yeah and currently we are in tucson arizona at a farm there's a horse outside yeah fiona loves the horse yeah and who's fiona we have a cat fiona that we travel with that was um a big worry that we had before starting van life because we can't communicate with her <laughs> with our words. So um, it's actually been going a lot better than I thought. Yeah, She's like just loafed right here. She's such a loaf. If you just imagine like a loaf of sourdough, not yeah. like not like the Sara Lee honey wheat, but like fresh sourdough that you get from like a little boutique yeah, It's shop. like perfectly rounded. And, like, you just want to toast it and eat it. Like, yeah. that's Fiona for sure. Oh, my God. That's She's our cat. right next to me. Fiona is a tortie. I'm <clears throat> sure you will see plenty of her. Yeah. She's amazing. How are they seeing her, Doug? You can follow us on Instagram <laughs> at That's Real Nice Fan Life. Sorry, that may have been loud. Me adjusting in my seat. We're figuring it out. So, so how do you want to start here? What do we? Let's start from the beginning. So, talk about maybe sniffling right into the microphone. Here it goes. We could talk about how we met, maybe what we did before this. I know there's probably going to be a lot of, not a lot. What am I talking about? There's going to be like three people we know that listen to this, (laughs) and they already know. They know us, but for the future archives, because hell yeah, for all of our future fans. (laughs) We want to tell you who we are, our little little backstory, and um, why don't you start it off? <laughs> Gee, holy shit. Like, okay. <clears throat> My name is Haley, and I'm from a small town of Champaign, Illinois. Not even Champaign. Way smaller than that outside of Champaign. But I moved to Chicago. Um, gosh. Four years ago, man, and worked at another company. And then Doug and I moved, or what? Am I? I? So I worked at Guitar Center, and then I quit and moved to the company that Doug works at. And um, that's where we met. Beautiful story. That was... (laughs) Really well sold. Marijuana is legal in the state of Arizona. <laughs> and we are on private property. Yeah. We, they said no rules. So we're going to go ahead and do that right next to the horse. Yeah. So I'm Doug. Um, as Haley mentioned, we're both from Chicago. Or at least we, we met in Chicago. We both work for a company that we will not name. Because... Um, Love it. We met there. We started about the same time. I may have started like two months before you did. Yeah. We were working customer support frontline jobs, doing live chats and phone calls and emails. It was a beautiful, beautiful thing. We met there. Um, 
And yeah, I was, I didn't really like talking to anybody. I kind of just stayed in my corner and Haley kept trying to talk to me and get me to, you know, watch the office with her during lunch. <laughs> and eventually I did. We met. <laughs> and we remained friends for how long? Man, like two years. Two, two and a half years. Um, there's a lot that happened in between there, but we were pretty much best friends for, for two, two and a half years. And then the stars aligned and uh, we started dating. Here we are. Here we are. We literally started dating <clears throat> right before the pandemic. Um, right now we're in the year 2021 for our future fans, really. And we pretty much started quarantining together right away. And then one day we were like truly wanting to figure out a way to just leave the city because why are we paying these rent prices for nothing? And we just decided one day to live into a van. Live in a van. Stop it. I have to buy. Stop it, Haley. Okay. But we decided to live in a van and we literally never looked back. It's the craziest thing ever. We never even questioned it. There was we like never... a couple hours that. No. What? Maybe we were. I, I think I was the one that was <laughs> questioning it. You're the one that said it. And then I was just immediately, no questions asked. 100% in. I have, I guess for the listeners out there, I have extreme anxiety, I would say. And I always get nervous about shit. So originally I got nervous about a couple of things and you immediately were like, no, because this, this, and this, and this, this is why it's going to work. And I'm like, okay. And then we both broke our leases. My we, lease ended. Your lease ended. Yeah, you're right. And I mm -hmm. had to find, I still had like six months of That's my lease. That's kind of what like set the timing of it all happening. Yeah. 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 I had about six months and I had to find a sublet and all kind of just like fell into place. It happened really quickly. And then we found a van pretty quickly. And it's like the coolest fucking van, I would say. Yeah. We named her. You want to tell her? The Black Pearl. Pearl. Pearly Pearl. She's yeah. nice. Pearly girly. She's in all black. I've never said that before. <laughs> <laughs> I made it up for the... I was saving it for the pod. That was a good one to save for Thank the pod. You. Pearly's in all black. Ram Pro Master. High roof. 2,500. She's a beauty. Nine inch. 159. 159. Wheelbase. Wheelbase. When we got her she was just an empty cargo van it's like the vans that amazon drivers use Could fit hella packages in here <laughs> and so many packages of hot sauce <laughs> so much hot our van is pretty much hot sauce yeah, it is. and a lot of fine exotic woods <laughs> and epoxy like blue pine it's really really exotic we imported it actually so the next part of our story, I guess we could go on to that is we, what happened next? We put all of our, sh we, we got a storage locker, put a bunch of stuff in storage, mm -hmm. which is still sitting back home and then got everything else. We loaded up the van, we put Fiona in the van and we drove to Colorado and we went to Colorado because Haley's parents live there and her dad is a woodworker with a wood shop yeah and it's yeah, really just, the only reason we could do this just a little it's just a hobby of his that he's gotten really good at and he's always been the kind of guy that's <clears throat> wanting to fix things before ever calling anyone don't ever call anyone and spend that ridiculous money you gotta fix it yourself so he taught himself woodworking and pretty much helped us make every cabinet from scratch. I mean, this whole van is from scratch. We were looking at like Ikea cabinets and just pre-made cabinets. We were willing to spend like $300 a 
because it's just really hard. And my dad, I mean, we made this all from scratch, the three of us. Like, we didn't pre-buy countertops. We didn't pre-buy, like, a bed frame. Nothing. Like, cabinets, none of it. Table. We made every square inch in here for the most part. All of our window frames, the table, the countertops, all the cabinets. My dad made the bed frame. We have a fixed bed. We installed three windows. So when we got it, it had no windows, and we did three windows, which was extremely scary to buy a brand new van and to immediately cut holes into it. And for reference, when we got to Colorado, like I didn't learn shit growing up about construction. And I remember like we got to your parents' place and we started like the first day work on something. And I didn't know how to change the drill bit on the drill. And I'm like, well, I'm screwed. I don't know how to do anything. And then here we are now with the full house that we built. It's crazy. Like I keep telling people that are like, man, I want to do this, but it just, I don't know how, like neither did we. Um, I think you just, there's a lot of resources out there on the internet and everywhere. And you just kind of take it one step at a time. And then suddenly, bam, you have a house that you're like <laughs> supposed to move into. You're like, oh damn, we're supposed to move in next week. Let me go buy like something to put my clothes in, you know? And it just happened really slowly, but then really quickly because it's just one step at a time. And I kind of did it where I wasn't looking at the end product. And I was just kind of like, okay, the next step is this, the next step is this. And then once the end product was there, I was like, oh, now we move in. Wow. <laughs> like, that's insane. Like, this thing, we built it from scratch from nothing. So it's just... And it's been a really cool lifestyle so far, too. Yeah, it's wild. We know how every piece of everything works here. I mean, we did all the electricity. We're solar-powered. We don't have shore power, so we're totally off the grid. You know, boondocking is essentially what we're doing. We can't plug in anywhere. We rely on the sun and our car. We have an alternator hookup as well. We have a composting toilet, which we will get very much into here soon um what else do we have a gray water tank gray water tank which is <laughs> which supposed to stay feature, in but... the cabinet and today it went all over the floor which is it's the not supposed water, to be yeah. there yeah yeah i didn't realize that we have a really cool pantry that like lives under the bed and then just rolls out it's on like on the floor drawer slides so it just rolls out and it's massive because Doug and I love our snacky snacks. Tons of snacks. We also have a fridge that rolls out under the bed. Yeah. The fridge runs all the time. A little Dometic fridge. Yep. Got a little water filtration system. Shout out Acuva. Shout out Eamon and Beck for like giving us an Acuva. Yeah. <laughs> Coupon code. That was nice. Acuva. Hit Acuva. us up. We're, we're yeah. open for sponsors right now. Already. Let us give... Our zero followers, our coupon code, please. Yeah. We have a little bookshelf. We have the vibiest vibes. It's real Anyone vibey. could have. Yeah. I think that's what impresses people the most is like <clears throat> how much thought we put into the design and like just being able to relax in here and not just feel like, okay, either we're out of the van or it's like business or sleep. Like we wanted to relax in here and like have a safe space to work um, and and be excited about. Because I wouldn't have been excited with just like an adventure van that just didn't have any design aspects. I really wanted to have colors and stuff like that. We definitely had a lot of specific needs. I mean, right now, as of this moment, we both work remotely. So we need a comfy workspace and then comfy living space. We also love to cook. We also have a cat. We also make music. We somehow managed to get a lot of crap in here. Yeah. And it still feels super cozy and minimal. I mean, yeah. we reduced. I mean, what's crazy about all this to me is you spend, once you decide to do the van life, you spend, in our case, six months building it. Some people do it way faster. Some do it way slower. 
and you're just fixated on this idea of building this house the whole time. But once that goes away, it's immediately like, oh, damn, I got to learn how to live in a fucking van in 50, 60 square feet. I don't know how, how much it is in here. It's small. And it's like an immediate adjustment from the mindset of just building to, oh, now I have to learn how to live in this right. with another person. Like it's not n- normal living by any means. And unless you've done something like this before, which a lot of people build their first van and kind of just fall in love with it and marry it forever, <laughs> never, never sell it. Um, but it's a lot to go from focusing on this huge project and like that's all you're doing and then suddenly having to live in a leisure camper van that is made for exploring and adventuring and leisure and relaxing. So you have to go from building something while living in in an environment that has all the normal amenities that anyone needs to suddenly having zero project and having a, I don't want to say relaxed vehicle because that's definitely not what it is, but like a vehicle that you're just supposed to just enjoy and not like build, build, build and work, work, work. You're just supposed to go hike and cook a nice meal and like relax in it and enjoy it. So it's just like a complete lifestyle change. Definitely. And I think if we would have recorded this like two days in, which we almost did, it would have been a totally different mindset. Like I, I feel settled in a little bit now. But also like first off, van life is not glamorous at all. Everyone just sees everything on Instagram. And it's dope. Like you build this really freaking cool thing. And parts of it are glamorous as far as like your freedom, I think, and what it allows you to do. But the actual like living is it's difficult it's it's a big adjustment and um i mean i'm starting to love it but it's definitely the first couple days i was like oh wow hot water nah it it ain't here long hot steamy showers nah it ain't here either and you know dishwasher definitely no dishes alone are the worst yeah um and we're super grateful to have a sink and a great water system. We have 30 gallons of fresh water. But it's, you don't realize how much you consume and waste before this until like you're actually responsible for disposing what you use. Damn. Yeah. And I feel like everyone on like Instagram right now is saying like, yeah, this is not glamorous and like, it's not everything that you see in the photos. It's ev- it's all of that and then like so much more responsibility. But for me, that I would always see people say that and I'm like, oh, what am I like not um, like understanding about van life? Like this was before a week ago when I now live in a van Um but I was like, what am I missing? Is there something I'm not like realizing? Cause I felt completely okay with the idea of like dumping my gray water, dumping pee out of the composting toilet, taking trash out more often. Like, yeah, it's an adjustment and like shit overflows, but I was totally okay with that. And it kind of would start freaking me out and make me wonder like, do I not realize that there's a part of this? Like, that they're just no one talks about it and like I'm just gonna figure it out when we're on the road. Um but it it was everything that I expected in regard to like how comfortable I am with it. Not in regard to like what we actually encounter. There's nothing that can prepare you for this, but I knew what I was getting into when it comes to like cleaning and like emptying stuff and but it's a whole other thing to experience it and to also get all the benefits that you could never know what those are like, like waking up in a new space every single day, having to pick where you sleep that night. But sometimes it feels like a chore, but sometimes it's like an exciting adventure. Like that part, I could never dream up and like imagine what it would feel like. 
before this day. Like, yeah, it's definitely like the freedom and benefits of it are unreal. Like I didn't expect, I didn't really know what I was going to feel. I just wanted to live this way. And I knew that I was going to have to empty pee in gray water, but it wasn't until I was actually doing it that I'm like, damn, this is tough because the pee tank fills up every couple of days and the gray water tank fills up. Like it becomes a lot of work, but it's also, like you said, waking up and seeing a horse with a mountain range behind it out the window is unreal. Traveling the whole state of New Mexico in a week is unreal. With like no timeline, you know, you can... It's amazing because we don't have any sort of deadline for this. We're just doing it until we don't want to anymore. And it's not that way for everyone that does van life or RVing or schooling. I don't know what that's called. Schooly life? Bus <laughs> life? Um, but we don't have any sort of timeline. So we can just be in New Mexico and be like, how you feeling? How you feeling? Let's leave or let's stay. And one morning we woke up and it was like, we were at a winery in like southern New Mexico near like Las Cruces and we loved it. It was an amazing winery, beautiful views, like stunning. I would have loved to like get on the roof and like enjoy coffee in the morning and that did not happen. We woke up and thought that the van was going to tip over. Like I'm 100% positive that when we had this empty van, it would have tipped over. Hundred percent. We we essentially woke up to massive winds, and we were in the middle of nowhere, pretty much. So it was just totally open. When we like the night before, there was like probably like nine or ten people that stayed at the winery, other RVers and and van lifers. And when we woke up, because we slept in a little bit, like almost everyone was gone. We're like, oh, <laughs> I think we should leave. And then I think we just slept through a tornado. Yeah. And driving sure. there was our most intense drive. Like it was really, really windy and sweet. Yeah. It Along was, the way. It was yeah. crazy. So essentially we opened our phone, we went on Google Maps and we said, What's away from here? Tucson is away from here. Let's look up the temperature and weather in Tucson. We saw it wasn't windy. And then we drove to Tucson. It was, and it was like 70 degrees. It's supposed to hit like 80 degrees. It is currently March. So we are seriously Jones in for some dope weather where you can wear a t-shirt and not worry about the breeze making your arms all cold. Because <laughs> that's what I worry about. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. So that is like the coolest thing to me. It's like we just wake up and we say this is where we want to go and then we just go there. Yeah, I mean, every day I feel like we have a talk that's like, okay, are we staying, you know, every day we have to talk about where we're staying that night and if we want to stay, if we want to leave, like we have the freedom to just be like, mm, I don't really like the weather here. Let's go somewhere else. Like, damn, if I had that when I was living in Chicago, I would have never come yeah. back. No, I love Chicago, but... Man, ex escaping bad weather, having winds one day and then driving into like 70 degree weather. When we came into Tucson, that was our first shower of van life. Oh my gosh. So we like came into this nice weather, had a little workout. We do Planet Fitness and we do the showers there now um, all over the country. That first shower being in the nicest weather of this trip was literal magic. Yeah. I think that changed my whole mood. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was starting to feel good leading up to that for sure. But like it had been a week since we'd showered. And I mean, we have other ways to to clean ourselves, but it's not nothing like a hot shower. Like and, an endless hot stream uh, of yeah. water. We roll we fucking roll up to Planet Fitness looking like Dude. filthy, filthy hippies. They kinda looked at us they weird. They look at like, us weird. We're holding like, you know, I'm I'm wearing like a tie-dye shirt and like pants and we both have hiking shoes because we <laughs> we forgot to bring our gym shoes for some reason. Oh. So we're wearing our hiking shoes because like that's the only way we're gonna get in. You know, we get a little tour. Um, we smell bad, we're greasy and you know, we got the, was it the black card? Yeah. 
which is like kind of notor- notorious well, it's just for the one yeah that you can use at any planet fitness and yeah. they're just everywhere so if you ever like are desperate for a shower like we were like this this shower everything was riding on this shower let's talk about <laughs> this shower cue the shower everything. music everything was riding on this shower because it almost ruined one of our days. Like we had a day where both of us wanted to shower and we Oof. fought the whole day and thought that van life wasn't for us. We had a, I'm trying to think of something clever like quarter life crisis, but van life crisis, but I can't get there. Um, we had a crisis though. It was a serious day where tears were shed. Tears were shed. <laughs> Haley's hair ended up in the sink. Yeah. We washed her hair together. Oh Let me God. note. I couldn't do it alone. Like, do you want to fucking meddle? No, I, I don't want to meddle. Sit under it's this. It's just I never realized how much hair you had until. You... Oh, you did. You actually do deserve a medal for washing that hair. I actually did most of the work because I don't. You haven't had your formal training. <laughs> no formal training, but hopefully, you know, we won't need that too much more. Now we have plenty of fitness. It's definitely a part of van life, though. Like, washing your hair in the sink. If we want to boondock for, like, a week or two and we just don't want to go back into civilization, we're in the best spot. Like, you're going to need to wash my hair in the sink again. Yeah. I just don't want you to have the expectation <laughs> that it's never happening it's, again. It's not over. I know that. It's <sighs> a, that's part of it. So, Planet Fitness, shower, 10 out of 10 in my books. Dude. Like, I never thought I would want a public shower yeah. so badly. I legit used to be grossed out by the, because oh, I used no. to go to Planet Fitness and I was like, there's just dudes showering here. Like, what, what is this? That's me now. That's us. <laughs> I was so You're much looking dude. for, it was also a really nice Planet Fitness. Um, oh man. Tucson yeah. Planet Fitness. That's four stars. I don't know what street it's on. Damn. So good. They, they seemed a little so shocked. Good. We did have checking accounts. <laughs> For the black card, but uh, it all worked out. Oh my gosh, it was so good. So that just changed the game. Like, if you're down in van life, you're in the first week, just take a nice hot shower somewhere. Yeah. Just find it. You can find it. Don't spend $50 at an RV park when you can just spend $20 for unlimited showers for the month. Yeah. We also or found forever. a great spot. That we're at. We've been here for, yeah. is this our third night here? Man, we got here Sunday, I yeah. think. Yeah, we got here Sunday because we wanted to work here. So Yeah, we have a really great spot where we're oh, staying for wonderful. the week. We, we are paying a little bit, but it's, I think it ended up, ended up being like 17 bucks a night. And we get total privacy. There's water hookup. There's shower. Best there's hosts. Yeah, the hosts are awesome. Washer, dryer. Yeah. Um, it's been great. The internet's good. Yeah. So you could find places like that. Uh, we use a bunch of different apps. Uh, Hip Camp is kind of like Airbnb for campgrounds, or in this case, like someone with like a farm in their backyard or on their property, and they just have spots to stay. Yeah. Um. Well, I have questions for you. But first, I think we should take a break. After these messages. Yeah, we have so many messages from all of our sponsors. They're really interested in this podcast, and you should be too. What has been your favorite part of van life? I think my favorite day of van life was I said part but jeez oh, no, Louise favorite day I'm going to change the question a little bit was when we went to Albuquerque and did a self-guided Breaking Bad tour that was fucking dope yeah you know what that really was one of the highlights of my life I think <laughs> we've only been in it for a week that was like the the day after our bad day. We had a bad day, the day where he washed my hair in the sink. We really had a day where we didn't know what 
we did with ourselves in, yeah. in building this van. It was just a lot of realizations happen at once, I think. And so the next day, I think, after we were feeling better, we went to Albuquerque and did a self-guided Breaking Bad tour. And wow. My favorite part of that, I mean, the tour itself that we did was awesome. We went everywhere. Just the fact that we were able to, to say, we're driving to Albuquerque today and we're going to go to Walter White's house. Like that was- At breakfast. At breakfast. Yeah. Dude. We just got to do what we wanted. We're driving our house around. Um, did, yeah, we knew where we were sleeping that night. So like we had the day to like oh yeah that, yeah, that shitty that <laughs> most broy. So there's one kind of bad place we stayed, and by the spot we slept was nice, but yeah, it was a nice peaceful spot with nice neighbors and nice little family next door. But the actual restaurant brewery, awful. Won't name it, but yeah. you're out there. You know who you are, and you got to stop because <laughs> <laughs> like nobody, at least like not us, like. We were so out of place that it was, it was like crowded too. We're like, we shouldn't even like be here. Um, that was the only time we really felt uncomfortable. Yeah, I didn't and feel good. And the owner Them straight boys. up came up to our table and like, <laughs> was kind of like, are you okay? Because he's like, what are you two doing here? That's the vibe of the place. It was not our, Just, not our scene. Yeah, weird vibe. Bad, Don't have to like, linger on a, that, but. Not a bad one. Okay, so. Your favorite part was the day, not where we The day, and I'd dinner. say other favorite part is just like, I've been feeling so incredibly present almost every moment of every day because of having to focus on everything in this lifestyle. The only time I'm not present is like, when, like where are we sleeping tonight? Um, and I just feel like, it's felt like forever already and also felt like it just started. But at the end of the day, which I hate to say that, the end of the day, because um, this is corporate America and we have terms we have to use. Wow. I didn't present. even think about that <laughs> phrase before now. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes the our job day, ruins like Because the end of the day is the good part, not the whole day. Guess yeah. what? Fan life days are all nice except for when you don't like your job, <laughs> which we're working on, okay, everyone? All of our fans? If you're a boss, like... Stop listening. Stop listening. Okay, so what was your favorite? <laughs> what was your favorite part about van life? And I baby? wrote these questions, and then I didn't think of answers. Um, I really hate this, but it really was the Breaking Bad stuff, but... Specifically, it was um, Tuco's hideout. That was funny. <laughs> so tell everybody why <laughs> Tuco's so hideout good. was so hilarious. We, so you have to be a Breaking Bad fan. I'm so sorry if you're not and you're listening to this. I'm sorry if you're listening spoiler to alert. this. Um, I mean, this isn't a spoiler at all, but Tuco has a hideout he's like a drug lord and he has his hideout and in the show it just looks like the worst part of town there's just people outside and it just does not look like a place where i would want to walk by by myself ever so i was like man we should like before we go here on this like self-guided like wikipedia page i'm on for a breaking bad tour maybe we should like look up where this place is because i don't want to get killed What's Fiona going to eat? Me? <laughs> okay, so we looked it up. It looks fine. Photos were fine. So we just are like, let's just drive by and get a vibe check and just see if we're good. So we pull up and it is the most gentrified, like, hipster coffee. Like, there's a cute little comic book store and, like, all of this just totally hipster stuff. The rent around there had to have been astronomical and Tuco's hideout is like a block away so we park and we walk there and it is like this adorable coffee shop that has oat milk and alternative milks for when you are lactose intolerant and it's called real quick 
Tuco's hideout is a Java Joe's. Just want that <laughs> to, to be Joe's. known. So we definitely got oat milk iced coffees like the little bitches we are. <laughs> We're <And> little <laughs> bougie bitches. And we sat outside Tuco's hideout where the windows exploded and Walter White became Heisenberg. It was incredible. I, that was just, I loved that. I love seeing stuff that I've seen before and movies or stuff that I know about or like famous places. I think that's my favorite thing. Creepy places. Like that's a creepy place. Love it. And when I love what you do there, which I would have never, I never did this stuff on my own, but like we would go there and we'd be watching, she'd pull up the scene Ugh, of wherever we were it. and we'd watch a scene being like, oh, we're here. Dude, this is so cool. that is my favorite thing to do is to go somewhere that's in a movie or is like actually famous or yeah, I guess those are the two things and then go there and like read about it, watch the scene, like involve yourself in researching it while you're standing there. So when you like read the stuff, you are standing in the spot. I love that. You also do that with like creepy shit though. Yeah. Like we'll be somewhere. 100%. I remember you got this app one time and it's like where crimes, like famous crimes have happened and like we're Absolutely. just sitting somewhere and you're like, yo, like, so-and-so got murdered like oh two my minutes God, from my here favorite. like damn that self-care has changed these days you know dude i yeah i love that stuff like it just it like gives me this feeling that nothing else gives me it's like that rush like adrenaline junkies have that rush this is my rush i'm adapting yeah next okay, question I have, please. An, I have another question this is half of a sentence, so I'll finish it in my head. What is the most challenging part of van life? Like one. You can't just like start naming off a bunch of stuff yeah. we've gone through lately. It's been an eventful week. For me, the most challenging part is... I think I'm getting better at this. It's just like not knowing where you're gonna be that night of the unknown of like do we have somewhere to stay and it's weird because i've always had this idea of like the comfort of home and it's like going back to a specific location that that's your safe space and this is like wherever we are is kind of our safe space because we're in the van but the hardest part has been like figuring out where we can stay that's like cool and we're not like parking at a walmart which is fine we're gonna do that but I want us to stay at nice places. And I think I worry about that a little too much. I think I'm adapting to everything else pretty well. And I'm working on this too, but that's been a, a difficult thing for me is like, I'm, I used to be like when I, I remember just like my whole life of driving back a specific route to get to your house, like to a point where like you could do it kind of with your eyes closed, you know, what turn is coming and we don't have that. Yes. It's like, where are we going to park? Our, is our house level? So our water is even like shit like that. Like you, it's, it's different. And I think that has been a challenge for me. That's, we haven't even talked about this, I guess. Cause I didn't know that, but I feel like I can contribute more to finding places to stay. I think I I've found our passwords. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me our passwords. Yeah. I enjoy it too. I like finding cool places to stay. It's been fun, yeah. but. What about you? What's been the most challenging part of van life so far? And I mean, it's probably a thrilling part too because you find these dope spots. It is thrilling. And then and once you found it, like today, I'm like, yo, we like, have like the next good. week figured out. Feels like, good. Feels like, really fucking yeah. good when you find that dope spot. Like, And then, and but right now we do have the next week figured out. And so it probably is very relaxing and okay. Yeah. Oh, you asked me the same question. My most challenging part would just be like, I guess this, like the space thing in that the cleanliness of it, like feeling like everything has its place is hard because when we drive, we have like things here and there on the counter, like any normal person would and having to like shove them behind pillows so they don't roll away and like scare the living crap out of our cat that's been hard and like our spice cabinet i love my spices and we have to like barricade them every time we drive and 
we need to make a checklist for every time we drive. But like just feeling like everything has a place that was big for me. And I don't have as much of that. But we're getting the hang of it. I think that that's to come. I don't think that's a, an immediate thing when you move into a home is to like have a space for everything. And I got to name another one, like not being able to talk to Fiona, like just wondering like, is she okay? Is she like happy? Like she's such a shrimp right now. She turned from a loaf to a shrimp. Doug and I don't really want to talk about shrimp right now, but <laughs> she she's a shrimp. She's in a little ball curled up on the bed and she sleeps in between us and she purrs a lot more and she climbed up onto my lap today and like is getting really comfortable and like slept while we drove. Those moments reassure me, but then there's just like moments where she needs to crawl away. She gets really scared. Like I just want to be able to communicate with her. <laughs> it's hard because I'm like, man, am I making the, the right decision for her? Or are yeah. we? She's starting to seem happy and we've we've provided her with a lot of know safe spaces within the van that she likes when we drive and all that but that i was gonna say that too i think that's that's yeah a big that's one. hard but i think she's happy like so that's why i didn't mention it first because i'm like man she seems to be happy yeah if you're lucky lives. enough to meet fiona one day she is like she's not or a regular have, cat because you probably have if you you're probably have, yeah. to this podcast. you know fiona like she just loves people she loves being around us i think at the end of the day <laughs> how many you're more in in at the eod as long as she's with you and me she is oh give it, put it on my desk by eod eod need more <laughs> metrics let's, metrics metrics all right let's circle back on this what's the next oh my question? god uh, the next one's funny what's the stinkiest part of the van <laughs> well There's until like until a little bit ago, like an hour ago. So we we made risotto. Like every new van lifer does, we wanted to make fucking risotto. And what goes great with risotto? <laughs> Shrimp goes great with risotto. Oh my God, I know... it was truffle risotto. Guys, we made the smelliest <laughs> dinner like the third night of van life. But the, the dinner smelliest. itself wasn't smelly. What happened was we made a very rookie mistake and we left... We didn't use all the shrimp. We left it in our Doug fridge. Doug frozen shrimp, and then we put it in our fridge that doesn't have a freezer. We just don't have a freezer because it's one or the other, and the juices of the shrimp all melted into everything in the fridge. We had beers in there, nice Cheese, things. ginger, all this stuff. So essentially, our fridge has smelled like shrimp, and- I already took it out yesterday and deep cleaned it. And today I had to call my mom. Shout out, <laughs> shout out, mom. Appreciate your support. Lori. And she provided her Jewish mother wisdom and gave me the secret recipe to get rid of the smell. And such a mom question. Like, you got to ask your mom how to get smells out of stuff, stains out of stuff. But Moms it was, are good it was crazy, though. Like, so earlier, like, the sun was pretty much set. It was dark outside. We finished eating dinner. I brought the fridge out, took everything out. I'm just standing in this farm with a bottle of vinegar and water, spraying slices of American cheese and beers. <laughs> and I was honestly like super fucking happy. And I was like, this is cool. I'm into this moment right now. And I don't know what about it. It was just like. So you freeing. actually sprayed all the items. I sprayed too. every. So I took everything today out. You gave me my salad and I kind of had to wipe. With a Clorox wipe, my salad because yeah. I didn't want my pants to smell like shrimp because <laughs> I had it on my pants. I went the extra mile today. I took yeah, everything out and then I deep cleaned the inside. And then before needed. I put everything back in, I sprayed every single piece. Yeah. So like before you drink those beers, like it may taste like vinegar a little bit. So you may need to just That's like okay. pour it into something. Um, that, that is was awesome because really you brought it in here. It's been smelling like shrimp for a long time, people. Person. I don't know who's listening to this, but um, you brought it in. <laughs> you just got my joke. When you brought it in, it didn't smell like shrimps at all. It just smelled like vinegar. So I was like, oh, vinegar is better, I guess. Anyway, guys, smells linger in the pearl. So just know that if you ever come into here, you might have a little stinky time. Yeah. And actually, like the toilet 
doesn't smell when it's not overflowing like when the pee the tank pee, you guys the pee yeah when the pee tank isn't overflowing it like we have a fan going 24/7 that didn't even bother me that much the shrimp could make me vomit shrimp was bad and also like is the it... gray water some days is just like really rough i don't like it like i don't want it in here but when i smell it it does not make me gag like the shrimp that was killing me like i'd be like oh i need this out of the fridge is it worth it <laughs> is it worth it to have it smell like shrimp for even a second and the answer no it's not worth it's it not. don't ever buy shrimp in your van just, just don't like, buy shrimp you just guys, don't like, do it and we yes, made the mistake we, for you we made the mistake for you and it was <laughs> it happened and we moved on so i guess i have a question we apparently you. haven't moved on we're talking about it right now yeah okay let's now, now we're moving on i have a question for you yeah what were you most fearful or worried about prior to moving into the van and like how did that like about moving into the van though just like living in the van what were yeah. you most fearful of and did was that true at all I just asked you what the stinkiest thing was, and you're going to do this, like, deep question. Um, I just, man, it's hard to think of that because, like we were saying earlier, we weren't really thinking of van life. Like, I truly didn't think about it too much and just thought, like, this is a good decision for me during the build, but... I don't know. I guess I like worried about my like showers. I was a little worried about not that I need to shower every day, but it was like my time to myself too. Like you and I lived in a room in my parents' basement and we just don't and didn't ever have like a lot of time to ourselves, which I love. But like my showers, I would like crank my podcast and like just enjoy the longest, hottest showers. Like, even though it was not my favorite shower, I just love that time to myself. So I was worried about that. And now being in the van, I don't notice it at all. Like, I don't notice that that's gone. Except for when I feel like I need to shower. And that's a whole other reason. Like, that's just a different thing. But I was just worried about, am I going to feel like I'm connecting with myself as much as I was before? And, like, taking my own personal time. And, like, it's only been a week. And I'm sure there's going to come a day where I, like, really, really need it. But I feel like we make that time for ourselves occasionally. And just, you mixed music earlier today. And I had to record something outside. And, like, we just, that was kind of a little alone moment. And I already kind of missed you. So I was like, man, I want to come back in the van. But I guess alone time was a big one and I I've talked to my therapist about it and I feel like that's not really an issue for me interesting because we'll like we'll always find it if we need it one of us will step out somewhere whatever we need to do like yeah what about you You think I was worried about, I have some health shit I deal with. I have medication I need to take daily and also like one monthly that I actually need to get shipped. And I was worried about that. I did it the first time yesterday and it was totally cool. And now thinking about it, I'm like, why? It doesn't matter where I am. I deal with the same shit no matter where I am. Just an extra step of figuring that out. Um, that and honestly, just like having good, cell service so I could you know so we could work yeah and now I'm like fuck work like it's cool like obviously we need we need to work we need to make money but just like doing this for a little bit I'm just like there's so much more to life that having a great video connection for, for people to see for your stupid little face Google doesn't matter hangouts. yeah we could do our work like our 
Hotspot and Booster works great for our regular work. And sometimes videos are a little rough. But it's like, I don't want to see anybody's face. And they don't want to see mine. (laughs) I just think that we're both like not thrilled with what we're doing right now. It's not what we want to be doing for a long time. Neither of us are like, yeah, the job I have now, I want for a long time, which is, it kind of sucks. Like that feeling isn't great. Like knowing like I need to move on like as soon as possible. But um, I'm still like fully enjoying van life besides like the moments that work is just bad I'm really feeling bad. But then I feel like now I used to just feel like I like wallowed in it. And now I'm just like, look out the fucking door. Look at those mountains and Vienna, the horse that lives next to you and neighs occasionally and is the sweetest baby. Like, just look outside and like, or just look at what you created. I don't feel as terrible as I used to, although... The moments where I do need to focus and hone in, I absolutely do feel terrible. And like, I, I, I want to be able to like quit that to fully enjoy van life and like let it bring its opportunities to me. Whatever's next, you know, we're going to have a million listeners one day. I need to focus on this podcast, Doug. Yeah. I agree. We have a lot of focusing to do. Because, like, listen to how good we are at it. What What do you want this podcast to be for you? Because, honestly, for everybody or for the person listening, we just wanted to make a podcast. We both love we podcasts. We don't know why. We, we thought, hey, we it. live an interesting life now. Um, we also make music and, like, there's probably going to be a a lot of music flowing in and out of this and that's just like a platform for us to at least that and um but like what's what do you want this podcast to be i want it to be kind of like a memoir of what van life was for us it's not going to look the same for everyone and there's a lot of like successful avid have been doing it for two three years like van lifers on here and on all social media platforms where they're sharing what's going on but there are not a ton of new van lifers brand new van lifers recording podcasts and like going through the tough moments with their listeners in real time Like we can all look back in our success now and like look back at something and be like, oh, yeah, in retrospect, here's what this is. But we're actually in our first week, second week, I guess. And we're going to be doing this in our third week and our fourth week. Like it's not we're not going to get on here all like happy and cheery some days because we're like going through some growing pains of adapting to something new. And so I think it's cool because I did feel a bit intimidated with like a majority of the content for van life is like people who've been doing it for a while. And I felt a bit intimidated by that. And I want to help anyone who's feeling intimidated by this to hear what it's like the first week and the second week and all of that. Yeah, that's great. I agree with a lot of that. I think it's like intimidating to first start you feel like uh what's the word you've been using an imposter yeah we feel like we're imposters but massive imposter syndrome sometimes yeah and i think a lot of what's documented is either the build itself because people are very interested by it which i agree like we couldn't have done this without all the content of people building stuff but at the same time we didn't really care too much to make videos of us building because the build was hard the enough. The build was hard <laughs> enough. Like, there's enough great content out there, too. There's, like, little things that, like, we'll probably write blogs on of stuff that weren't covered in the yeah. hundreds of videos. But there's so much good build content. And there's also a ton of content of people, like, successful doing it. But there's not a lot of content of day-to-day people doing it. Like, 
I've never heard about out especially yeah living with a pet that never even lived out like was an outdoor cat how does that transition work how does a relationship work how does it work been dating for one year you guys we were friends for a long time before but we were not dating we started dating in december of 2019 quarantined all through 2020 starting in march that's like when we started living together essentially and then we got a van in like what august yep and then we just live in a van like we have just like taken all of these complete risks and we've known each other forever and so the relationship progressed easily but you know that's crazy that's huge yeah i'm a believer in things happen as they're supposed to happen and Mm -hmm. it's all just falling in place and we're just allowing it to happen and we're just like every day is kind of that same mindset of we'll figure out where to sleep tonight we'll figure out where to get water today we'll figure out like how our mind works living in a little box like that is interesting to me too i didn't know what i would you know what I'd be doing with my time. And I've almost been so occupied with just like being in the moment that I haven't even done. Like I haven't been reading. I've barely made any music. I'm just like enjoying just like being. In I feel thing. like when you start out, it takes up a lot of your time adapting. When we first started, we had packages we had to ship and we had stuff in our living space that wasn't supposed to be there. And so I don't think that like, relaxing was and like reading a book or making music was top priority and then like cooking and doing dishes and just like relearning all of this stuff is taking up so much of our time but I'm already starting to see the chores even though like a lot of them were fun like just figuring out the van but like these chores are already starting to like diminish a bit because we are getting the hang of it and I'm Like today I thought about picking up a book for the first time when we just had a spare like few minutes. And I think that's going to start happening more for us. Definitely. And that's what we want to document. Like we want to document these early moments of like, damn, these chores though. Like this is a lot to like, okay, we have like a routine. We have days for certain chores for each of us. Like we have a system we don't have that at all yet, and I'm excited to have it, to figure this all out for sure. Yeah. It definitely takes you out of your comfort zone, but, like, we've already met some, like, really awesome people, um, which is weird in a pandemic to, like, meet people. You know, we're very careful about mm-hmm. that, too, but we met, like, two of the dopest people. Like, yeah. And we're stoked on that. Um, They also live in a van. We met them at a winery. Um, And just like little people, like people will just like knock on our window and be like, hey, what is like, what is this cool thing? And just. Do you guys live in here? Like, can I see it? I'm curious, like how this works. And we are like 100% excited and down. I feel like we will be forever because we made this all ourselves and we can just like show it off and just be like yeah I I built this little I put these walls up I put the ceiling up like I mean you spend years of your life taking the exact same route to work same route home going to the same stores you always come across the same people some people do that for years and years and years like all it takes is like one branching out and doing something different turning one different way than you would have went and like everything changes you were damn are you like talking about that app we used to do that one was crazy too i'm talking more about okay so real talk one morning uh we were in santa fe and we were a friend of a friend let us park in front of his his house and uh it had just been a couple days it was like our third day on the road maybe And, like, we have our composting toilet set up, but we didn't. You have to hydrate this, like, coconut peat 
which is used to like compost the duties. Um, <laughs> you get them in there, you twirl them up real nice, you're all good to go. But like it takes hours to hydrate it. We didn't have anywhere to really do it or we just had so much crap in here that like we didn't have the space to do it. And I woke up at like seven o'clock and I'm like, all right, I got to go. <laughs> Haley was sound asleep. I and like we hadn't been sleeping so well the first couple nights, um, just getting used to the environment. Like she was finally was probably snoring and finally sleeping so nice well. Dreams. And I'm like, dude, I'm about to crap my pants. Like I'm gonna, <laughs> like I'm gonna wake you like, up. He was like, babe, 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 baby, just trying to wake me up. I was like, yo, baby, um, we gotta go. She's like, what do you mean? I was so confused I'm like, for I'm the first 20 minutes. I'm going to duty in my pants and I got to go. And it's not like I could just go poop outside. Like, no, that bed you're sleeping, I got to drive the house to somewhere. And we drove around. I found one public restroom and it was closed. And just Why isn't this the most challenging part <laughs> of van life? Yeah, we'll figure it out. Having anymore. a toilet. Yeah. But like I was borderline panicking. I'm like, what do I do? We just kept imagine. driving around. We didn't know where we were. And finally, like we found a Burger King and I <laughs> did my business inside the Burger King. <laughs> and I was in such a bad mood that like I didn't even buy anything. I was just like, yo, I'm out of here. I got the duty and leave situation. Yeah, Burger King's gross. Um, but then, so this situation of us like randomly leaving we were now out and Haley was just like, we should get some coffee. And she found like- I just was like, you woke me up in the middle of my slumber. Bitch, you're buying us some coffee and so, donuts. So like, we're, I'm looking up a coffee spot for you to like get me a coffee for this. Yeah, and she found like, we never eat donuts either. And yeah, like, we're never Never donuts that. people. I used to live right by a Dunkin' Donuts and we would go to McDonald's and get hash browns before we'd go to the Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. And you were just like, yo, there's this place like coffee and donuts. And we, you know, she looked it up on Google Maps or whatever. And it looks like just a regular store. We pull into a parking lot and it's just like all food trucks. And it was the best donut I've ever had Dude, in my life. They fry them fresh. This is van life, you guys. You're just going to like Google restaurants and be on your phone sometimes like looking stuff up, places to eat near you. Sometimes it sucks. Like sometimes it's bad. We haven't really had one of those times. Sometimes it is the dopest thing ever and you found the hidden gem and there are people in line that talk to you and tell you that you found the hidden gem, Doug. Yeah, well, Sue so is crazy. So I got out of the van. We pulled in there. I'm like, oh, this looks cool. I'm still in my sleepy sleep. Yeah, so we're like in my eyes. Like, I like. Not I feel out. so disgusting. I just dutied in a Burger King bathroom. <laughs> like I felt fucking gross. I got out of the van. I'm like, I look <laughs> gross and disgusting. I felt awful. Like I had like I straight up had a roll, a bunch of rolled up toilet paper in my sweatshirt because Stop I it. wasn't sure what the Burger King would be like. We <laughs> we had we had toilet paper, so I brought it with, and that's like. I get out and I realize I have like half a roll of wad of fucking toilet paper in my sweatshirt. Like I just feel disgusting. I thought you were going to say still it in your pants. <laughs> and I'm in line and like this guy comes up to me like, oh no, like he's going to say something about how I'm looking because I just feel gross. And he's just like, nice rig, man. What is that? And he's like, was so impressed by the van thought it was so cool he was telling me all the spots to check out he was also he saw the illinois license plate and grew up in rockford and started to talk to me about chicago and santa fe and all that and it was like yo you found like the best donuts in the world maybe not in the world but <laughs> in the state fresh and hot which is really above and beyond for americans you know, like we just need like sugar in the morning for some reason. And this guy's like, you want hot sugary dough bread? <laughs> like, I'll give it to you. And we would have just taken just like an ice cream sundae or something. But he's, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it was just like incredible. I've never had like a hot fresh donut in the morning, like from a food truck. It was just like the best donut. You know it's legit when I went up there and like 
instead of asking me what I wanted, what kind of donuts, he just said how many because he had to get the fryer going. And I was like, all right, bro. Damn, I wouldn't have known what that meant. I'd be like, I don't, what? What are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> if I'm ordering something and someone says something unexpected, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't. All right. Well, I think we've been talking for four hours. How long has it been? It's been like 65 minutes. Oh, it's not even that bad. It's good. That was fun. Is it still going? Yeah. Should nice. do some sort of outro. Hell yeah. Um, we didn't plan anything for this. And we just showed up and I wrote a few questions on my phone beforehand. So I don't have an outro planned. <laughs> or a name for the podcast. Or Don't have a name. We're going to try to do it once a week. You guys, maybe. if you heard the intro and there was a name, it means that we thought of it at we smoked a bowl after this podcast and then we thought about it afterwards. Cue the music and we'll see you.